0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also at Bat Unleashed on Twitter, where we find out some pretty good information from time to time. Kara 3022 has identified the whistleblower. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sources report the whistleblower is uh, REO Speedwagon lead singer Kevin Cronin. Wait, what? Yeah. Isn't that weird? But, but he heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend who heard it from another that uh, Trump's been messing around. Huh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I put go. nothing past 2019.
1: I know. That is... Isn't that something? Uh-huh. Actually, the whistleblower is afraid for his life or her her life. His or her life is in danger, in imminent danger. From whom? Who's going to... I mean, Really? I just find that kind of ridiculous, hard to believe. What, is Trump going to kill the whistleblower now that that's out in the open and then uh, somebody would turn up dead like that? Oh, that was the whistleblower. <laughs> and, yeah, no, that wouldn't be suspicious at all. The
2: whistleblower it? does realize that the Clintons are no longer in power, correct? Right. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not sure. But then, yes, you'd be in mortal danger. Uh-huh. You You would be. 888 uh, 900 Also, over the weekend, a strange occurrence. There was, there was no college football. I don't know what happened. Yeah. They just canceled the full slate of it. I don't know why.
2: Same with the NFL. <clears throat> Such a yeah. strange... Last, strange last, last
1: NFL game was apparently on Thursday, Thursday night, night. Yeah, when I remember Green that. Bay won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Wow. So... Strange. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> Another crappy weekend. Jeez, I just don't... I mean, that is... For, for my team, that is not the same team that beat USC two weeks ago. That lost to Toledo over the weekend.
2: Pathetic. Hmm. I don't know. what Are you talking about football? Cause
1: yeah, because you didn't. Well, I, again, I mean, your Huskers didn't play, but Ohio nope. State certainly didn't. They, <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> beating up on them a little bit. Uh, was... 48-7, was it? Yeah. But, sure. I mean, every, a lot of teams going to lose to Ohio State like that this year. Um, But also... This is kind of fun. There were 40 inches of snow in Montana. It's still uh, September. (laughs) You might recognize this as September. (laughs) February storm in September for 40 inches of snow in some places.
2: And I can't find it this morning, but uh, late last night, uh, I saw something that said 40 inches of snow and, and more on the way or something like that.
1: Yeah, My it was goodness. still snowing in Great Falls. They got 14 inches in Great Falls, and then it was still snowing yesterday. So I don't know if it's still snowing today, but that's well, crazy. You September. grew up
2: in uh, Helena. Yeah. On the main streets. On the main streets. And I'm just wondering, what is the earliest that you recall it snowing when you were uh, growing up? It
1: definitely snowed in September when I was mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. But I, not,
2: not like this, huh?
1: Not not. I don't think as much, though. But, yeah, I think, you know, you get a couple inches in September sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 40 inches, no. That's that's pretty unusual. It's brutal. All right, let me take a minute and tell you about iTarget Pro uh, because you want to be prepared in case anything goes wrong. Heaven forbid you ever have to defend yourself and your family in your own home, uh, but the chances are pretty good that if you ever have to defend yourself like that, it would be in your home. So that's where you can practice with the iTarget Pro system. You don't have to go to the range. You don't have to buy a bunch of ammo, which is going to save you all kinds of money. You just, you, you order the iTarget Pro system. It, it comes with a targeting system. It comes with the caliber-specific laser bullet. So that's in place of the actual bullet, so it's completely safe. The laser bullet just shows you where your shots are landing when you pull the trigger. It's fantastic. Works really well. It's the first dry-fire training system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. So it's completely safe. You could even do this with your kids. And they can learn how to dry fire and Absolutely. how to shoot as well. Love it. Keith's, Keith's kids are doing this at home, mm-hmm. right? Yep, yep. Mine are grown, so it doesn't, uh, it, you know, they, of course, they can shoot guns. But yours, you still have little kids, right? How old your youngest?
2: No, they they shoot guns, too. Yeah. How old, not how old is house, your obviously. youngest? Uh,
1: 11? 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah, but, they're
2: growing but, up fast,
1: too. Jeez. Yeah,
2: it's it goes by fast. Yeah, 16 to 11. Um, But, yeah, so... The the biggest uh, benefit from this is the cost for us. Mm. Don't drag everyone to the range, and then you have to wait, yeah. and then you spend the money on the ammo. And right.
1: No. Just and you're out, so you got to buy food, because that's just what the way kids are. I don't feed I'm hungry. No. I like food.
2: My kids starve. I don't feed them okay. anything. <laughs> Sorry. So wrong example okay. to be bringing up there.
1: And right now you can get 10% off, plus free shipping with the offer code PAD. Train risk-free for 30 days and just return it if you're not completely satisfied with this system. There's absolutely no risk here. Go to itargetpro.com, letter I, then targetpro.com, offer code PAT. PAT GRAY
3: UNLEASHED 888
1: also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, things are heating up with the Democrats. I mean, they smell blood in the water. They think they are onto something. They think they can impeach this president and get him out of office. Because I really believe they don't—they don't think they can beat him at the polls. And I think they're probably right about that. <laughs> yeah, they know they've got a crappy lineup of of communists and socialists and douchebags, and so and some match all mm, three of those categories. Yeah, many of them actually. <laughs> yeah, so. Now they're jumping all over this thing with the whistleblower. uh, And they're starting to go after other calls that he's made to other world leaders. They're trying to get access to especially calls with uh, Vladimir Putin, but others as well. Um, Adam Schiff said, I think the paramount need here is to protect the national security of the United States and see whether in the conversations with other world leaders, and in particular with Putin, that the president was also undermining our security in a way that he thought would personally benefit his campaign. How did he undermine national security? Even, let's say he did ask them quid pro quo, which he didn't. Uh, There's no evidence of it. In fact, there's evidence to the contrary. Even if he did say, hey, can you give us information on Biden? Um, I'm going to use it in the campaign. How does that affect national security? I mean, that's just... That's bull crap. And now they're trying to pin some other thing on him that they're chasing some other... Going down some another rat hole. Rabbit hole. Or a rat hole. Yeah, it could be a rat hole. Yeah, it could be either. We don't, I mean, we don't know yeah. where they're going right maybe now. Maybe it's a rabbit and a rat hole. Huh. Maybe both of them... Maybe they coexist in that hole, and we don't even know, but the Democrats are going to find out <laughs> once they go down it. Uh-huh. Uh, and so... Are they going to find anything with his conversations with Putin? Is there any reason to allow access to those calls? you got to have some kind of, don't you have to have probable cause of some sort in order to start an investigation of this kind? You've got no reason to believe that he said anything wrong uh, that compromised national security with Putin. What, what's, your, what's your probable cause here? I, 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 I can't think of it. and they, But they don't need it, I guess. They're just... Uh, I mean, they're just out of control right now. Yeah, and it, it kind of
2: reminds grasping me... Grasping at straws. Remember when they did that search warrant of his attorney? Yeah. And they were just like, whatever, we're taking everything.
1: Right, which they did. <laughs> and what came of that? Mm-hmm. What came of that? Nothing. <sighs> uh, Jim Jordan was talking about the call with the president of Ukraine, Zelensky. Uh, Here's his thoughts.
2: It is not just Democrats rebuking the president over the phone call. A number of Republicans have
1: expressed concerns, too. Take a listen. Okay. Let's do it. This remains deeply troubling. Pause it for a second. (laughs) uh... Oh, jeez. You're thinking, okay, what Republican? Oh, and then it goes to Romney. Okay. (laughs) Shut up. I thought you were talking to a real Republican. Uh, Come on. (laughs) <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right, let's go back to the beginning of this. Because that is, uh, that, you're grasping at straws here, too, Jake. Uh, here it is. It is not just Democrats rebuking the president over the phone call. A number of Republicans have expressed concerns, too. T- take a listen. Okay.
4: Surprise! This remains deeply troubling, <laughs> and uh, uh, we'll see where it leads, but uh, the, the first reaction is uh, troubling.
2: There's a lot of disturbing um,
1: allegations.
4: Now, I want to say mm. uh, to
1: the president, um, this is not okay. It isn't, that, that conversation is not okay.
2: Why? That's your fellow Ohio Republican, Mike Turner, there. The list goes on. Republican Senator Ben Sass called
3: it very troubling. Republican mm. Governors Phil Scott and Charlie Baker support the impeachment inquiry.
2: Do you have any problem with a U.S. president asking a foreign power to work with his personal attorney and the U.S. attorney to, quote, look into his political right.
0: A couple of things. I don't have any problem with the call. We've now seen the transcript. The president of Ukraine said that there was no mm. pressure he was not pushed. Um look, Thank you. Democrats want to impeach because uh, Rudy Giuliani talked to a couple of Ukrainians. Good luck with that. I don't think the American people think that's the appropriate course of action. Right. I think they see this for what Good. it is. This is just one of the many and, and unending attacks mm-hmm. the Democrats have leveled against this president. Thank the you. Democrats just put us through 3 years of this phony Russia collusion investigation and now on the heels of that they come right back with this we've all seen the transcript there's nothing there uh so i respectfully disagree with my colleagues who think that uh, there needs to be a further inquiry here
1: nice nice jim jordan's pretty reliable but you know he's pretty solid and he makes a lot of sense and and i think he looks at the facts and the evidence and where is the evidence that this is anything very troubling or a risk to our national security? I I don't see it. What I do see is that the Democrats changed the rules on what even qualifies as a whistleblower because this particular person did not qualify as a whistleblower before August 12th when they changed the rule. You wouldn't even have a whistleblower had they not changed the rules real quick. Would you have just a gossiper? Yeah, I I guess. (laughs) I mean... They're they're doing everything they possibly can. Wow. They're grasping at every possible straw. You know, and I, I hate the word witch hunt because it's overused. You know, the president's used it to describe everything. But this really qualifies now. This really is feeling like a witch hunt now. And I really do think it needs to stop. Can we just get on with the business as... Bill Clinton so beautifully put it. Let me get back to work for the American people. That's what I need to do. I did not have sex with that woman, Miss Lewinsky, and I need to get back to work for the American people.
2: Yeah, there's a meme going around the old uh, Twitter sphere this weekend, a uh, picture of him with his whistleblower. <clears throat> um, so um, <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah. That's cute. Uh-huh. Uh, I think what, what I hope isn't mm. lost in all of this, Mm-hmm is the corrupt business dealings of joe biden and hunter biden because i'm afraid the democrats are going to get what they want mm-hmm. i think they're going to get impeachment out of this i think in the house it's i think starting it's starting to look to
1: that way yeah it does oh, look that, that way that reminds me i need to he look won't be up- removed from office Correct. i don't think yeah but he will be impeached
2: yeah uh that's what i'm feeling and i and i think if nothing else this just served as a as a diversion uh from what what this originally was, and it was looking into Joe Biden uh, dealing with Ukraine. Seventy-two percent now chance, uh, according to that website, predictit.org. The money is leaning seventy-two percent chance that Whoa. Trump will be impeached uh, by the House, or be, yeah, impeached by the House. That's way up from the other day. I need to find the Senate. Uh,
1: what was it more. Thursday? We it was sixty-four. It was sixty-four. Yeah, it was hanging
2: now seventy-two. It, it was fluctuating between fifty-nine and sixty-four uh, wow. last week, and now we're up to seventy-two. And I think it's because they know that the votes are pretty yeah. much there.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Somebody's been Senate. polling
1: all of the lawmakers, and uh, I, I don't know who's doing it, but they've come up with a figure that it's now the a majority in the House that would vote for impeachment. And that's all it takes is a majority. Simple majority. Uh, and then in the Senate, you need two-thirds yeah. to, uh, to convict Correct. and remove him from office.
2: And the likelihood of that happening, according Almost to zero. the market, is 20%. Twenty percent chance they say that the Senate at this point. Uh, I'd put convict. it
1: at about zero. I don't think there's any chance that happens. So
2: you gotta get sixty seven votes. You got forty seven uh, Democrats.
1: Yeah, you could get
2: um, and you've got Let's say you get Romney and Sass. Yeah,
1: yeah. 49. And you might. And you might get you might get Romney. You probably get Romney. You might get uh uh what's her face from uh, Susan she, Collins? Yeah. Hmm. Susan Collins, maybe. I don't know. So I haven't heard her mentioned at all though. Yeah, so she's been pretty quiet through all this. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Are you getting those annoying robocalls still? Mm-hmm. But because I I certainly am every day. Yep. And it's usually from the same area code, so I just ignore them now. Uh, for some reason, it comes from a New York area code. That's where I got my cell phone <laughs> in the first place. Yeah. With this particular number, and then too many people knew it, so I didn't change it when we got to. So they think, they think I'm in New York, and they keep calling me over and over and over and over. Drives me out of my mind. But it's also dangerous. These scammers could be trying to steal your home's title. Now, identity theft, just the normal kind of identity theft, where they get a credit card number and maybe charge a few things before your bank puts a stop to it, that's irritating enough. And LifeLock does a great job protecting you from that. But LifeLock does not cover home title theft. When they they forge your documents... And transfer ownership over to themselves makes it look like you sold them your home. Then they go out and take out a loan against your equity. So if you've got 100000 or $200,000 equity in your house, they can borrow all of that. And then you get stuck with the payments. Really awful. And no bank can stop this. Home Title Lock does. They get a hold of you when there's transfer of ownership to, to make sure that it was legitimate. And if not, then they shut it down. So register your address right now with Home Title Lock. Make sure you're not already a victim. Protect your home's title. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, So the anonymous person who lodged the formal complaint, the whistleblower against President Trump, for allegedly conspiring with the with Ukrainian president uh, to interfere with the 2020 presidential election, which is also a stretch. Who says he's going to use it to interfere with the election? I mean, isn't it in the nation's interest to know if the former vice president of the United States used undue influence to get uh, a prosecutor in Ukraine fired for his own benefit or his son's own benefit? I, th- I say that benefits the nation. Mm-hmm. It's not just an election deal.
2: And used American funds to as threatening with yes! to withhold
1: them. To if which he didn't. he's admitted to all of it except for the tie with his son. And the tie with his son, I, I mean, that is a no-brainer. Come on. <laughs> that had nothing to do with it? How naive do you have to be to believe that? Ah, uh, Yeah, it didn't have anything to do with his son. His son just happened to be under investigation. Uh, that I'm sure that you know everything was fine and uh, that didn't... He just really didn't... They didn't like him because he's, he was corrupt. Yeah, he's corrupt because he's working with your son. That's what's going on there. Uh, the complaint against the president says Ulrich Breckbuehl Breckbuehl the counselor to the State Department was listening in on the July phone call between Trump and Zelensky. CBS News says that's false. Senior government official tells CBS News that Ulrich Breckbuehl was not on the call with Zelensky in the whistleblower complaint. Hmm. So this isn't even firsthand information, which is just amazing. That we're spending this kind of time, effort, and energy on it. It's second-hand information. The new revelation comes as the unknown whistleblower's complaint led to another round of Democrat calls for impeachment based on the transcript of the conversation. And, you know, the transcript of the conver- conversation really kind of showed to me that there was nothing going on. Meanwhile, Nancy Pelosi says it confirmed everything she believed.
3: Last week. We saw something that removed all doubt as to whether we should move forward. This distinct distinct Wait, change.
1: What? It removed all doubt? Uh, what part of that transcript removed all doubt? I'd like to know.
3: And the body of wow. knowledge that we had on uh-huh. which to make a decision. <clears throat> so when people say to me, what made you change my mind? I didn't change my she mind. She
1: didn't change her mind. She I've didn't.
3: always been on the course I see. of finding the facts. As we honor our Constitution. The
1: fact. Oh, okay.
3: And the facts are these.
1: Can you imagine how many times in the history of her being a representative from the state of California has she even brought up the Constitution? (laughs) Maybe twice. Yeah, it's probably the second time. Are you kidding me? Only when it's convenient for her to claim that there's some sort of constitutional problem does it even get mentioned. Otherwise, she couldn't care less about the Constitution. Please, mm-hmm. come on
3: now. That the President of the United States and his actions ah. in a <clears throat> telephone call with a, a head of state,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. betrayed betrayed
3: his oath of office.
1: How? In what way? Our
2: national security national- and the integrity of our elections.
1: There it is again. Our national security. How did that compromise our national security?
2: Well, it's in the ellipses that you see on the. Oh, transcript- it's the dot 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 dot. Yeah.
1: Where they skip 514 words yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah, it's in there. It's in there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll have to look at it again because I keep missing it. Ah! This is just, it's really agonizing and and so frustrating. And, you know, also tiresome. Don't you get sick of hearing about this every day? Absolutely. Love, love for them to put this to bed and say, you know what? Go pound sand. Uh, beat us in the election if you can. And we'll they, see you next November.
2: They want to do this quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, whistleblower has agreed to testify.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? And The whistleblower fears for their life. Mm-hmm. Fears for their very life. What a patriot to come forward anyway. That is, wow, really admirable. So, what, yeah, a, they, what a hero.
2: They want to do this uh, by the end of mm-hmm. October.
1: Is uh, a timetable I heard. Now, well, yeah, because they're on vacation now.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. We got to get... Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I guess, I mean, they know it's not going to get to the Senate. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to try to paint him as the illegitimate president that they've tried to paint him at for the last three years mm-hmm. and just hope 2020 is a referendum on that.
1: Yep. Schiff told uh, Snuffleup- Snuffleupagus uh, <laughs> yesterday that the whistleblower will likely testify very soon. And confirmed an agreement with the whistleblower has been reached. So, how soon the whistleblower can testify depends on how quickly Acting Director of National Intelli- Intelligence Joseph McGuire clears the security clearance process. I see. Okay, and then you know you, know, you got to arrange all the security for him so Trump doesn't kill him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's just correct. So asinine, just so ridiculous. Uh, A House conservative introduced a resolution, though, to censure uh, Schiff, Adam Schiff. Oh. That's a little turnaround is fair play going on here. In an attempt to condemn the Democrat chairman for using parody when recounting the details uh, of the call, which was despicable. It was ridiculous. I mean, it was weird. It was so out of place. It was so awkward. It wasn't funny. He wasn't trying to be funny. It seemed like he was just trying to make the American people believe that those were actually the words of the president. House Freedom Caucus Chairman Andy Biggs. You familiar with Andy Biggs? I'm really not. Uh, this might be the first story I've ever seen Andy Biggs uh, included. In.
2: Oh, absolutely. You're talking about Andrew Stevens, uh, Stephen Biggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the... Uh, <laughs> American politician and a Republican member of the United States House of Representatives. Of course, you know... Just off the top of your head. Representing Arizona's... Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's a 5th Congressional District. Yeah, I know him. Mm -hmm. You do
1: you? All right. Well, it was that guy that you know so well. Right. Introduced the resolution on Friday, uh, shortly after Trump demanded Schiff's resignation over the remarks. And I think that's appropriate. Um. Schiff had a point. Had pointed to a reconstituted transcript of the conversation released by the White House, but paraphrased some points. Paraphrase points. He <laughs> made up a dialogue between the two of them, like you would do on the radio when you're making fun of something, uh, like we do here all the time, but we're not in a uh, really important uh, House hearing.
2: Speak for yourself, man. <laughs> I'm always like, you letter of the law. Right
1: down the cut line. Cut and yeah, dry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Well, okay. Keith Keith is always thank you straight as an arrow. Mm-hmm. Um. So he offered the exaggerated version of the discussion, including saying that Trump directed Zelensky to quote make up dirt on my political opponent unquote a full seven times, according to Schiff. I uh, got a little he got a little pushback, and then he he admitted, yeah, I you're right. He didn't say that. Uh, The whistleblower complaint and mounting scrutiny over Trump's efforts to push Ukraine uh, to investigate Biden and his son Hunter were integral in House Democrats decision to move forward with a formal impeachment this week. Of course, Biggs measure asserts that Schiff's comments were an egregiously false and fabricated retelling that had no relationship to the call itself. And these actions of Chairman Schiff misled the American people. Bring disrepute upon the House of Representatives and make a mockery of the impeachment process. That's I, I exactly right.
2: Absolutely. um Fun facts about uh, Representative Andy Biggs. He authored yes. a book called "The Con of the Con Con: The Case Against the States Amending the U.S. Constitution." It's interesting. What? Yeah. Oh. And get this: he is a graduate of of, of Brigham Young University. Oh,
1: how about that. Mm-hmm. Huh. He's probably one of my people. I, I, right. You know what?
2: Let, let me check his uh,
1: personal yep. life. Does it say? I'll Scroll bet down you. Here. Scroll yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes on the right hand. Yep. Nailed it. Yep. He's, he's one of my people. Mm-hmm. I should know Andy <clears throat> Biggs then, I guess. Because um, we probably see each other at meetings in the basement of the temple and, you know, when we're plotting. Oh, my goodness. When we're plotting our agenda.
2: Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Andy Biggs, this congressman we're discussing, mm-hmm. he is the source of Mormon money. Because he <laughs> won $10 million in the American Family Sweepstakes and subsequently appeared what? in a TV ad with Dick Clark and Ed McMahon promoting the sweepstakes. Someone's actually won. This is the guy that's bankrolling us, Pat. It's Andy, Biggs Andy
1: Biggs actually won the Publishers yeah. Clearinghouse Sweepstakes. I didn't
2: know anyone won that at all. My youngest daughter keeps sending stuff back to them like you know nobody would. That's does, a right? really
1: cool fact. Yeah,
2: so she's apparently re- uh Wow not just mailing off junk mail for no good reason. Andy Biggs is living proof. And we just outed him. Oh my gosh. We just outed That's the source of our from. Mormon money.
1: Well, yeah, the Mormon money that Alex Jones talked about. That's why uh Glenn married Tanya mm-hmm. for her Mormon money. And she wasn't even, even though she wasn't Mormon, Mormon at the time. time. <laughs> <laughs> that is really cool. But I'll bet you what happened was she was in conversations with Andy Biggs. Andy Biggs. Yeah. Who said I'll share my Mormon money with you. Uh-huh. And Glenn if you'll, you know, join. Uh-huh.
2: Uh huh. We answered to Mr. Biggs tough.
1: See what I did there? That That's is really something. That
2: is really cool. And think about it. If you have hmm. if you have no financial worries now in your life, That'd be great. You want to go and get into civics like Andy Biggs did? That's pretty cool. No, that is pretty cool.
1: Oh, no. Who wants no, that? Nightmare? I said it would
2: be cool. I didn't say it'd be cool for me.
1: That would be. I mean, seriously, you got to care about your country, then, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to think you can make a difference and 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 care enough that you're willing to put it all on the line and and worry about all the hassle. I think the coolest part of this. All the crap that's going to come at you.
2: He got to hang out with Dick Clark and Ed McMahon, Pat.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this was a while ago because Dick's been dead for a while.
2: Yeah, but that's worth more than $10 million. Hanging out with those two.
1: And now look who he gets to hang out with. (laughs) Adam Schiff. Nancy Pelosi. (laughs) What a treat for that guy. Triple
2: A nine hundred (laughs) thirty three ninety
1: three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, if you're sick and tired of all of the n- nonsense that comes out of the left, stop funding it. <laughs> now you're thinking, well, I don't I don't fund that. How am I funding that? Well, if your cell phone carrier is AT&T or Verizon, um, you're funding it. Because they take the money you pay them every month and donate a portion of your bill to left-wing causes. Trying to get the president impeached. Uh, Planned Parenthood. You name it, and, and they're involved in it. AT&T is in the top five or ten uh, of all of these Democrat donors mm-hmm. of, of the ones who are running for president right now. So, I mean, they are enmeshed deeply in left-wing causes. Now, there is a cell phone company that believes like you do, and it's Patriot Mobile. They're the only cell phone company fighting all of this insanity and donating to the causes in which you believe, plus... You don't have to compromise your service or pay a lot more money. In fact, you pay less and you get the same service. Plans start as low as $25 a month. Get the same nationwide service and U.S.-based customer service. Plus, still time to get a Moto Z3 Play for only 5 bucks a month, but they're running out. Call them at 877-367-7524 or go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. patriotmobile.com slash blaze. (laughs)
0: This is Pat Gray unleashed.
1: We got some tweets in it, Pat Unleashed. Putin on a Ritz tweets a point of personal privilege. Oh, please do not use gendered language when addressing the whistleblower.
4: Point of personal privilege. Right. Yes. right Mm-hmm. Please, Please do not use gendered, gendered language, language. To, k- to address everyone.
1: right thank you. Thank you for that quick reminder there. Uh, this is D42. The Steve 42 the probable cause you know to investigate Trump's other calls to world leaders. Yeah, what do we got? Yeah the probable cause is that yeah. Trump is president and he's a Republican. Yeah, for these guys that's enough. Huh. That's enough. That's Attack Yuki tweets interesting standard. Pat Keith here. The California raisins have information that will lead to the impeachment of Trump. Ah, <laughs> that's a thinking man's uh, little tweet there. Tweet. <laughs> Got to remember the music that accompanied the California raisins. Heard it through the grapevine. Remember that? Da-da-da, oh, was that was that a '90s campaign, or did it go back to than I remember the
2: '80s. Wow, because they were like in like Happy Meals or something like right? that. And they that, were all over the place for a while. Yeah, and that was. Uh, I guess maybe that really helped the estate of Marvin Gaye, right?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, I think you could say that. Wow. Uh, Jerry Mandarin seventeen tweets: The Democrats' probable cause comes from the president's meeting with Russian President Medvedev <laughs> when he said he'd have more room to negotiate after his election. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that was the last guy. This is my last
4: election. Yeah, after my election, I have more bucks Wait. I
1: transmit this information to Vladimir. I'm going to transmit that information to Vladimir. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah, please do. Uh, You talk about compromising national security. What was that about? And they didn't, they couldn't have cared less about that. We weren't interested.
2: No, no, no. But it's not like they had like an audio recording or video (laughs) of the meeting happening. I mean, like that'd be a smoking gun. Proof
1: positive. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just, you know, I'm gonna have a lot more flexibility to do whatever Vlad wants me to do right after the election. Wow, you know, yeah, I can, I can, I can drop all of our defenses at some point if you want me to, and <laughs> you can just uh, drop your troops in here uh, via parachute, and uh, you should be able to take us over pretty easily. Yeah, don't worry about that. Okay, there, Adam Schiff. <laughs> I don't know if it was quite that clear. But again, but I'm not in a yet. house hearing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Little different. I know. Okay, so yes, I, par- <laughs> I paraphrased some of what Obama said.
2: But what is that? Right. Oh, what yeah, is that? Exactly. What is that? But not even curious, are you Democrats?
1: Didn't care at all. I mean, listen to that. This is my last election I
4: Yeah. Um, after <laughs> <that's> my I have more Oh, uh-huh. huh.
1: I mean, that's that's far more damning than anything that was in that transcript. Hey, you ain't kidding. I mean, to the 100th power, mm-hmm. more damning. Mm-hmm. Jeez. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Well, let me just go ahead and give credit to the person that made it. If I can. Uh gerrymandering 17. Gerrymandering Jerry 17. <laughs> Another very creative little uh, handle there uh-huh. on Twitter. 888 uh, 900 Also at Pat Unleashed on, twi- on Twitter. We've, we've got so much uh, stuff to get to today. It's hard to know what to do next. Because, again, there's a ton of it. Hillary sounding off on the president again because of all of this nonsense, the impeachment effort. And I really think she's trying to maybe gin up some support for herself and maybe launch another campaign. It's really beginning to feel like that. She she said, what, a year ago or six months ago, I'm not going to run. Uh, nah, I'm no, I'm not running this time. And everybody's like, really? Okay, well. And then she kind of went away a little bit. But now she's doing this listening to her, and she's speaking out on things again, and it looks like she's ratcheting things up. Here she is uh, talking about Donald Trump.
3: I believe he knows he's an illegitimate president. He knows what? He knows that there were a no. bunch of different reasons why the election turned out the way it did. Yeah, and I take responsibility for reason. those parts of it that I should. But no, yeah, it was like applying for a her job and getting...
1: Wait, when has she ever taken an ounce of responsibility? The people don't like me. They don't like my policies. They didn't like me before. They don't like me now. Uh, the only time they've ever liked her is in a Senate campaign in New York. And I, I don't have any idea why they liked her then, but the New Yorkers, they don't know any better. <laughs> On a national stage, though, please, we've rejected her uh, twice now. So don't, don't give me that, that Trump knows he's illegitimate. If he's illegitimate, then so is the Constitution, because he won it with the, with the, with the process that is specifically called for in the U.S. Constitution. Al, let's hear the rest of her babble. It was
3: like applying for a job and getting uh-huh. 66 million letters of uh, recommendation and losing to a corrupt human tornado. And so what? I know that he knows
1: corrupt. That this yeah, wasn't on the level.
3: I don't know that we'll ever know everything that happened, but mm-hmm. clearly we know a lot and are learning more every day and uh, history will probably sort it gosh. all out. So of course he's obsessed with me and <laughs> uh, I believe <laughs> that it's a guilty conscience.
1: Yeah.
2: How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? One more time. How
0: dare you?
1: Right. All right. Good uh, gosh. The word... Corruption spilling out of her corrupt mouth in relation to somebody else, please. She is the queen of corruption. That is so unself aware it's hard to even describe. But look at her. She is she not setting up another presidential campaign run? Sure feels like it. Every
2: day it feels like it more and more.
1: You're right. I mean this really kicked into gear again with her. I just think it's eating away at her. She can't handle the fact that she lost again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it drives her nuts. And lost of that. to him. Yeah, and lost people. to him.
2: Yeah, so the first time around, uh, it, wow. was, it was her turn. This is my turn. And you know she was going to run against George W. Bush in 2004 mm-hmm. after being in the Senate for about, what, four years at that point. But 9-11, you know, and, yes. and his leadership during that. Uh, set him up for re-election. Then Obama comes in in 08 when it's her turn for real this time. It really was, too. Then she loses to Donald Trump. Yeah. Uh, She
1: cannot. She's the one that's obsessed. And there's no explaining. Yeah, that's for sure. There's no explaining how she lost a 30-point lead to Barack Obama. Okay, that galled her enough. But then to lose to Donald Trump, who she feels so superior to, Mm -hmm. Uh, that she just she can't let that rest she
2: thinks that that office is her birthright and she, she actually doesn't does. understand that the yeah. gatekeepers want nothing to do with her inside the White House she can't take a hint and mm-hmm. you're right that she's got this new uh listening tour coming up as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all signs point to yes oh, oh boy
1: and she does have time I mean just because she hadn't jumped in two years early doesn't mean she can't still jump in yeah and as she sees. Biden faltering, you got to believe that's her cue. It's mine. It's Uh right there. I'm not going to let Elizabeth Warren jump into that. If she's the first woman president instead of me, (laughs) that's that's driving her out of her mind. That right
2: there may be more motivating than anything else that we've just said.
1: She sees that Elizabeth Warren has a chance to become the first ever American woman president. And to her, no, that's unacceptable. That can't happen. That's she's, not happening.
2: She's probably shopping for new pantsuits right now.
1: I bet she is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think she should change that chairman Lau- chairman Mao look, though. It's it's really, uh, really fitting on her. Yeah, it, it oh. looks you know great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right, we're going to tell you about uh, uh, field of greens here in a second. Um, but I've got to, We're going to also take a look at what Bill Maher had to say, uh, talking to to liberals about white privilege. Mm. Every once in a while, yeah. Well, we'll get into the. He either hits Bill a Maher. home run or, or he, he
2: gets caught looking at the plate.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and this or, time it's a home run. Or he throws a fastball and it hits you in the temple. <laughs> yeah. So, whoa, that was really bad. Uh huh. Um, there's a news story about uh, a woman named Jade Youngman. She swears she's not just a picky eater. She's 25. She's, be- she's been officially diagnosed <clears throat> with avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, or ARFID.
2: Uh-oh, this doesn't <clears throat> sound good at
1: all. No, it doesn't. It's a fancy medical phrase that justifies her phobia of produce. <laughs> Youngman compares fruits and vegetables... To a, quote, plate of dog poo, unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I can relate to that. Uh Jade, that's, yes. She says, it will make me vomit if I eat it. Oh, wow. It will make me wretch and gag to have it in front of me.
2: (laughs) That sounds very
1: familiar. (laughs) Sure does. (laughs) Been there. Done that. Mm -hmm. That's why, Jade, you can cure your case of, is it Arvid? Yeah, ARFID. ARFID. Avoidant restrictive food intake disorder Mm. uh, by ordering Field of Greens for Brickhouse Nutrition. This is actual fruits and vegetables, but you don't have to have that plate of it in front of you. They've ground it up nicely into a powder that you put into a drink. Just take a scoop, dump it into eight ounces of water, stir it up. Tastes like Kool-Aid. You get all that nutrition. You get a full serving of 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. It's really the way to go. You don't have to gag. You don't have to throw up. You don't have to smell that disgusting smell that comes out of a vegetable. (laughs) Give it a try. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. And satisfaction is guaranteed, or you get your money back. So you're going to love this stuff. Or... You haven't lost anything because they'll send you back your money. Don't get fooled by any phony imitations. Have some peace of mind and look and feel better. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. We'll get to the Bill Martha coming up in a few minutes. But first, uh, we got some more on uh, Elizabeth Warren
2: you mean the uh, first female president? Sorry, I just said that for Hillary's sake, just so she. Could she's going to jump
1: into this thing. <laughs> just watch. Love it. <laughs> um, here she is calling. This is <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah, it's good because she's a she's a woman a woman of the people. Yeah, you know she she wants to talk to the little people, the the people that donated to her campaign, and so she's calling. I don't know if this is done at random. I don't know how No, they this work guy this is uh, like a. Is he a big Contaster donor?
2: Podcaster or something like that. Uh, mm.
1: Okay, so she calls this supporter and uh, thanks him for her for his an endorsement. Here's a look. Brilliant call. Hello?
3: Hello, Jonathan? It's Hi, Elizabeth Warren. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm having such a crazy day. I know, but I wanted to give you a call just to say thank you. I'm glad we're going to be in this fight together side by side. Mm-hmm. I love the endorsement and for all the right reasons.
0: Okay. Thank you so much. Um, well, you know, I have to tell you, what I realized, it was when um, it was at the last debates and I was like this health insurance
3: industry is
0: a racket. It
3: felt right. It did. <laughs> and that's why we got to do it because it is right. <laughs> Healthcare is a basic human right and we fight for basic human rights not just for some of us for all of us
0: i'm so excited to be shoulder to shoulder with you too i can't believe you called <laughs> we're gonna do
3: oh <laughs> we're gonna do let me know how I can be of service i really want to help we're going to do it together
1: oh that's great okay.
3: you be
0: strong Go save America. We got to go. And also, too, we got to, we also really got to get that Mitch out of there because regardless oh, yeah. of what, I mean, Mitch McConnell, he's the worst. So we got to take the Senate. We're going to take Congress back. we uh, already have Congress. We got to take the let's Senate Let's do back. it. And then we got to get you in the White House. We're just going to sort everything out. So you go save okay. America. I'm going to go keep doing these uh, interviews. Okay. Uh, uh, I can't believe you took your to talk to me, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Talk to you soon. Be
3: strong out there. Thank you. I will. You too. Uh, bye bye.
1: Uh, he's excited. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, he's, I guess he's in Queer Eye for the straight guy, or they, did they like drop that. the uh, straight guy part? Yeah, I don't know. Queer Eye. He's in Queer on Eye. On Netflix now. Go oh, good. And is it still on Bravo, or is it not going on anymore?
2: I think it's just on Netflix. Huh. I don't know, but I'm just very excited like right a, now.
1: Almost a parody of himself. That, mm-hmm. Is that real? Or are you just, are you kind of camping it up for the camera? Hmm.
2: He's wow. an American hairdresser, podcaster, and television personality. Widely known for his role as the grooming expert on the Netflix series Queer Eye. All right.
1: That's great. I, I'm glad to see he's excited, you know, about her candidacy.
2: Gotta get that Mitch out of so, there, you know?
1: Yeah. he's Well, he's the worst. So... Right. Did we have another uh, Elizabeth So, yeah, Warren? back in 2010
2: when she ran for Senate against Scott Brown in Massachusetts, uh, she mm-hmm. was doing an interview... And, um, boy, she really got into some in-depth information about, uh, oh, about her how parents. her parents getting married and how they oh, had to, why, yeah. why? Why did her parents have to elope, Pat?
1: All right, oh, I don't know.
3: You have mm-hmm. it wrong about what it is, I believe. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's start there. Tell us what it is. Okay. My mom and dad yeah. uh, were very much in love with each other, and they wanted to get married. And my father's parents said, absolutely not. You can't marry her because she's part Cherokee and she's part Delaware.
1: Wait, and,
3: <laughs> What? Um, after fighting it as long as I could my parents went off they eloped Mm -hmm. it was an issue in our family the whole time I grew up about these two families it was an issue still raised Ah. at my mother's funeral so what I know about my parents is I know Wow. That in that little town they grew up in, that my father's parents knew enough about my mother and her family so no to say, I have no doubt. Well, let's assume then that that's huh. the, the fact that you're 132nd. No, that doesn't tell you. Don't do that. Well, don't what do that. Don't, that. don't is do that. Fact, no. It is no, it's not. No. Why not? It's not about it's the not. number. There are lots Pause of people a who a are not number. in... No, it's
1: not, a, it's not about that number because that number is completely exaggerated. The act, it's not 132nd. It's one one thousand twenty fourth. So, yes, forget that number. That number. Don't do that. Don't, do that. don't do that. <laughs> All right, let's finish this up.
3: i tell you, don't do that. Well, why what
0: shouldn't I do that? But that is the fact. No, is it not?
3: no, it is not.
0: Why not? It's no. not
3: about the number. A lot worse there than are that. lots of people who forget are not number. enrolled in trial.
0: Forget the number. You uh, <laughs> have acknowledged
3: that in that national law directory, you listed yourself as a minority, if your family had an african-american like you have that grandparent a great great who was a cherokee would you call yourself a black and expect african-americans to accept that you mean if if, if that my same, father's if that same, well, let me think about this if, if that my, same
0: ancestor was black and not a my, cherokee
3: it's not that ancestor it's if my father's parents had said you can't marry her because she's yeah, black fine, and that had been that part would, of our family growing up that we had two different families
1: you would be comfortable it saying be you're black part,
3: It it would be part of identification. Scott Brown has said that, uh, Scott Brown, uh, and I put words in his mouth, I don't think I am, he suggests you may have received unfair advantage at Harvard. Well, let me just finish if I can. You've denied it. Every single person involved in the hiring process, Mm -hmm. whom I've heard, has denied it as well. Why don't you go the extra step? Mm -hmm.
1: Wow. -hmm. So she is so adamant about it that... uh, she She had a story. Had a st- had a whole yeah. But that th- it was
2: that story never came out in the last year. She never no, said look no it didn't. it's been a thing in my family. Uh, I was Forever. told a story about all oh, she ever she just generically said, Look, we, we tell stories in our family and a heritage. She never said I was raised with the belief that my parents couldn't get married because uh-huh. my mom was part Cherokee and part Delaware.
1: Yeah. Which is impossible because she she'd be more than one one thousand twenty fourth if that was her her mother, right? Yeah, that's what not her saying. grandparents. Her mom.
2: I think she just said her mom. Yeah, right? her
1: dad's parents were prejudiced. Yeah, they were racists, and they didn't want her, want her want him marrying a Cherokee woman. Wow, didn't get that detail lately. Okay. we? nope. And that so it's impossible, literally impossible, that she would have so little uh, Native American DNA in her if it was her mom. I I mean, that's crazy stuff. That's just nuts. (laughs) And not only was it some weird story in her background, Uh but her parents had to elope because of it. I mean,
2: literally, if she had just said lately in the last year, look, I was raised knowing that my parents had to elope. Right. uh, Because my mom was part Cherokee and part Delaware. And my dad's racist parents didn't want that happening. Mm hmm. Then people were like, wow, okay, well, that's interesting. (laughs) I mean, those were the facts as I knew them because that's how I was raised. Instead, it was just like, nah, you know, we tell stories and we pass it down. I'm sorry.
1: Right. And now she just avoids the whole thing and is really essentially denounced the whole thing. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
5: Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Great to have you here with us. You could also be with us on uh, Facebook.com, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Pat Unleashed on all of these, as a matter of fact. Correct. All these uh, social media platforms Mm -hmm. that uh, we're masters of.
2: Yeah. You 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 simply go to Instagram.com slash Pat Unleashed or Facebook.com slash Pat Unleashed. And then, of so Twitter.com. And
1: then don't forget to subscribe to the uh, podcast yes. and rate us, if you would. Um, because it does something Well, only if desirable. you rate us the best. Yes. I mean, obviously. If it's not the best. Rate us five stars. And we didn't say that. Exactly. 888 thirty three ninety three. Some of those uh, tweets that have come in already. <clears throat> Atmospheric Crud M <laughs> tweets, Hillary lives by the old saying, the third time is the charm. Come on. Hillary, Uh, the Steve 42, I'd be happy to reject Hillary a third time. (laughs) Winking conspiracy theorist, Pat, you can't compare someone blatantly saying they will help Russia to speaking to Ukraine's president about a plethora of issues and a tertiary account of that conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, the latter is the more damning. Clearly. Yeah, when you put it that way, I'd say more damning by far. Then we have this from Kara3022. Hmm. Where is all this so-called evidence of Russian collusion that Schiff swore for over a year that he had? Hasn't anyone heard in the media or on Capitol Hill? Hasn't any of them asked him that question? No. And I don't think anyone has. I haven't seen it if they have. Uh, And I think it would be pretty prominently displayed uh, everywhere if they had. Because it's a, it'd be a tough question to answer, but yeah, they got the, they got the fawning press. It falls all over them, and they don't, they know they're never going to have to answer for most of this stuff.
2: Nope.
1: Let me take you, uh, take about sixty seconds here and tell you about Riduzone. Because if you're overeating, um, there's a good reason for that. Scientists now say that it's in our nature to do that. Our brains are wired for survival, so they're always telling our bodies we need more calories, we need more fuel. No matter how much you've given it already, it keeps asking for more. There is a chemical in our bodies called OEA. We just don't have enough of it. That's what sends a signal to your brain that you're full. That's where Riduzone comes in. It'll strengthen that signal so that you stop eating quicker. FDA accepted. Riduzone was developed to provide that OEA we need to bridge the gap between what you have and what you need been endorsing this for several years now and I I love the fact that so many people have benefited from this. So go to RidUZone.com R-I-D-U-Zone.com Use the promo code Pat for 30% off a three month supply. RidUZone.com
3: Pat Gray Unleashed
1: All right promised you this uh, Bill Maher clip talking about white privilege. Every once in a while, every once in a while, he hits a mark. Here's uh, Bill Maher on white privilege. What's the with
0: weekend. the I'm embarrassed to be white subgenre on the internet? Mm-hmm. I'm finding myself constantly embarrassed to be white. I'm watching Tall Girl. I've never been so embarrassed to be white. Retweet if you're embarrassed to be white. Jesus Rosanna Arquette tweeted, I'm sorry I was born white and privileged. It disgusts me and I feel so much shame. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You think it's hard being a black man in a white man's world? Try being a white woman who feels bad about you being a black man in a white man's world. (laughs) Look, none of us chose to be born white. Not even Ed Sheeran. So just stop, because you know what might be the worst part of white shame? You bore the f- out of black people at parties. I know. I need to learn how to dance. You meet black people and say things like, "Black Panther was so meaningful to me." No, it wasn't. It wasn't a cultural milestone for you. I have taken an informal sampling among some black folks I know, and the consensus seems to be awareness, yes, is great. White people certainly should acknowledge they've had an easier go of it. But black folks are not asking whites to always be flagellating themselves because it makes everything awkward. <laughs> awkward. It puts the burden on black people to absolve you. It's really... It's... <laughs> It's, it's really asking black people to, again, do something for you. Forgive me, absolve me, recognize that I'm one of the good white people. Jesus, haven't black people suffered enough slavery? Jim Crow, and I now I gotta make some yuppie feel better about himself? As a black friend of mine said, and I quote, I'm doing it. I don't need your pity. Here's my question. How many white liberals would pay actual reparations? Real money taken out of your paycheck every Mm -hmm. week. If you really feel this bad about the whole Mm -hmm. race thing, if being white is really this toxic for society, Mm -hmm. let's tax it. (laughs) Let's tax whiteness. A hunky tax.
1: That's good stuff. Yeah. I'd be in favor of them taxing all the people who are ashamed of it. Mm -hmm. I'm not one of them. So go ahead and and tax Rosanna Arquette because she's so disgusted with her whiteness. Good. Then pay up, like Bill said. Yeah, I like that. Again, the, the guy makes sense on certain issues. It's just that he's so adamant about religion and the hatred he has for religion. That uh, it kind of skews his point of view, I think, on other things. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, ad Pat Unleashed on Twitter as we uh, look forward to the testimony of the whistleblower. And I guess that can't happen uh, in the next three weeks because Congress doesn't come back till late in October. So when they do, I think they're going to be ready to go. They want to roll on this, and they want to get that hearing going. So in a few weeks, we'll probably find out who this person is. Man, woman, I don't know what they identify as. No idea. I don't know what the preferred pronouns are, but hopefully you know, we'll find out pretty soon. Uh, Quick point of privilege. Um, Quick point of personal privilege. Point of personal privilege. Right. Yes. Yes. Please do not Mm. use gendered language language. to to address everyone. (laughs) We're trying. We're trying to avoid that. Because I know how offensive it could be, you know, to hear a different gender than you are or consider yourself. Oh, that's almost a fate worse than death, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. I don't even know how people survive it. Uh huh. Like if somebody walked up to me and said, "Hey, uh, uh, Pat, when will you go and do your?" Well, I can't. I can't use the right gender here. Hey man, what's hey, up? No. See, I don't identify as as a man per se.
2: Flag this audio? I (laughs) Thank you, Martin.
1: (laughs) I just I don't you know, it it makes me uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to attach any sort of gender.
2: I was just saying hi. I I mean it's just kind of I know. I know there's a general greeting in society, just hey man, what's up?
1: But would it be such a tragedy if somebody called me a girl or used a girl pronoun in describing me? I, would I survive that encounter? I think so. I hope so. I, I think I would. I uh, mean... But it's as if you don't. You know? It's as if people can't. Oh, you called he... You called him a he when he identifies as a her. And? And, and it's devastated their life. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. Like, like on my daughter's softball right. team. A bunch of... Uh, what, uh, Eleven and twelve-year-old girls. Mm -hmm. um, I I, I often say, "All right, ladies, come on, let's get those bats going." Oh wow! Or sometimes I might say, "Come on, guys, you're not fielding so well. Come on, let's go. Let's
1: get." Oh man!
2: How dare you? Right? Yeah. And and nobody has objected. I mean, I'm sure behind Mm -hmm. my back they're like, "Oh my gosh!"
1: Did you hear the gendered language he he was using? Gendered language. And this guy said,
2: "Point of
4: personal privilege"
1: as a point of. Personal privilege. Please
4: do not use Please. gendered language to to <laughs> address everyone.
1: <laughs> that's what they're saying behind your back. What
4: a
2: pathetic society.
1: Oh, my gosh. We are. Seriously, again, five years ago, would you have foreseen this? No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody would have. No. Certainly not 10, 10 years ago. No way. <laughs> I mean, that's Obama time 10 years ago, and it was still. Uh-huh. Way more common sense than we are today. Yeah, yeah. The, and uh, that's saying something.
2: The more uh, enjoyable days of our youth when Obama was president. <laughs> Goodness. Mm.
1: How old were you then, back in 2009? I can't even... Oof. I don't even think I was even born yet. I think I had hair. Was, yeah. Probably a bad example right Okay. 888 900 Also, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, there's, of course, the uh, the killing of the planet. To be considered,
2: mm-hmm, we're obviously
1: mm-hmm. we're obviously slaughtering Mother Earth. Uh, I love this story about Canada's Green Party leader <laughs> in, in Canada. The Green Party leader had a photo snapped <laughs> of her at some event where she's holding a drink. Okay, and uh, in in the photo, it's it's not a reusable. She was. Oh, no, it was a paper cup. It was a disposable oh, no. paper cup. We can't. I'm trying to see if it had a straw, but I, no. I don't think it did have a didn't straw. didn't have a straw. That would have been a fate worse than death right yeah, there. Yeah, see,
2: there she is. The, the one on the left is just her holding the paper cup, smiling for the camera. Okay,
1: and then on the right, mm-hmm. no, no, that's a reusable plastic cup. With a they,
2: metal straw.
1: They photoshopped it out of her hand and put something else in it. Because <laughs> they're... Unreal. That's nuts. Unreal. The the hypocrites that they are. And then they're like, oh, no, she was using a paper cup. You can't. We better change that to recyclable plastic with a metal straw. (laughs) That's unbelievable. Is it really that seriously? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if it. To them? Yeah, I guess so. Getting the gender pronoun is is that important. I guess that is too. What's
2: important to them is they get you to use that cup. Right, she doesn't have to.
1: Yeah, that's what's important. She doesn't have to. Mm -hmm. Pathetic. And deceitful. I mean, that's amazing.
2: And she said, I had no idea. We will deal with the staffer that changed that photo. Uh
1: huh. Got it. (laughs) I'll bet heads Ah, really rolled. (laughs) Yeah. Jeez. Oh. Um,. Also, we have a video of, of a uh, TV host in Australia. Yeah, so he's th- reading an edit- editorial <laughs> uh, to uh, climate action. Yeah, yeah. This is great to stuff. All the school
4: kids going on strike for climate change. Trying. You're the first generation who've required air conditioning in every classroom. <laughs> you want TV in every room, and your classes are all computerized. You spend all day and night on ele- electronic devices. Mm-hmm. More than ever, you don't walk or ride bikes to school. Thank you. But you arrive in caravans of private cars that choke suburban roads and worsen rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. You're the biggest consumers of manufactured goods ever. Oh. And update perfectly good, expensive luxury items to stay trendy. Your entertainment comes Great. from electric devices. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the people driving your protests <laughs> are the same people who insist on actually inflating the population growth through immigration which increases the need for energy, manufacturing and transport. Okay. The more people we have, the more forest and bushland we clear. The more of the environment that's destroyed. How about mm-hmm. this? Tell your teachers to switch off the aircon. Walk or ride to school. Switch off your devices and read a book. Make a sandwich. <laughs> instead <laughs> of buying so... manufactured fast food. <laughs> no. None of this will happen. Yeah. Because, no. the piece says, you're selfish. Badly educated, virtue signaling little turds inspired by the adults around you who crave a feeling of having a noble cause while they indulge themselves in Western luxury and unprecedented quality of life. The piece ends by saying, wake up, grow up and shut up until you're sure of the facts before protesting. That's
1: great. So good. Wow. And it's so true. I mean, was one word of that not true? That was awesome. That is. Mm -hmm. uh, That felt good. Triple did (laughs) nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Let me tell you about something else that will help you feel good. Relief factor. If you're in continual pain, you're enduring it day after day, week in and week out, month after month, and you know, in some cases, year after year, it is time, isn't it, to try something new? Try. Try Relief Factor. Just go to relieffactor.com. Order the three-week quick start. It's $19.95. Try it for three weeks. If it works, well, then you're really on to something, right? You finally will finally have some relief from that pain. Because Relief Factor was created by doctors who realized there were some natural ways that they could fight in- inflammation. So they put these four key ingredients that each fight inflammation. That's why it works so well. Once the inflation, inflammation is calmed down, then the pain goes away. So try for three weeks. If it works, order more. 70% of those who start with the quick start go on to order more. If it doesn't work, try something else. What have you lost? If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, it's relieffactor.com. <laughs> 93393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter it looks like a mysterious pocket of underwater gas could contain get this 50 million tons of CO2 oh, no. yes
2: the stuff you exhale every day all day
1: so i'm 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 a little concerned well i'm a lot i'm frightened I, i'm terrified <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Well, what happens if this comes out and then bursts and all that CO2 is released into the atmosphere?
2: My goodness. Then that would be the earth polluting...
1: Yeah, the earth. The earth. Underwater volcanoes and vents spew carbon dioxide near the crevices where tectonic plates rift apart. Hungry bacteria convert decomposing creatures of the deep into natural methane... And new research from Japan reminds us enormous, miles wide reservoirs of greenhouse gases mm. lurking in these untouched pockets. Oh, no. Just below the seafloor.
2: Oh, this isn't good. I don't like this.
1: It's frightening. Like, whose side do you take? The earth or. Right? The earth. I know. In a study published August 19th, a team of researchers discovered one such pocket at the bottom of the Okinawa trough. A massive submarine basin sitting southwest of Japan, where the Philippine sea plate is slowly sinking below the Eurasian plate. No, it is oh. using seismic waves to map the trough's structure, the team found a huge gas pocket, oh no, stretching at least two and a half miles, two and a half miles wide, and potentially containing more than a hundred million tons. 100 million tons of CO2, methane, or a combination of those two killing gases.
2: Man, that's a lot of gas. That's
1: a lot. Oof. And what will the smell be like? <laughs> right. that's do not want to be in the No, you don't want to be in the neighborhood. Of Japan. <laughs> Depending on its context, contents, the uh massive stash of seafloor gas could represent an untapped source of natural gas, or it could be a ticking time bomb.
2: Oh, I had hope for like a nanosecond. Yeah. And then you dashed it.
1: That's a lot of natural gas. Sure is. That could be tapped into.
2: I mean, the Earth doesn't even... It doesn't know better. You know, (laughs) someone's going to have to look after it,
1: because... Someone forgot to tell the Earth that CO2 is a pollutant. Right. (laughs) Huh. Huh. Cut Cut down all the trees, then. Yep. Because... They're like manufacturers of the stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. What's that, Martin? What were you saying? We have to put a tax on it. Oh, let's tax Good the point. earth for polluting itself. Yes. yeah. Huh. <sighs> that's, a, that's a tragedy. Um, someone yes, someone informed the planet that... Um,
1: <laughs> that the planet is killing itself. Mm-hmm. It's committing planetary suicide. And, planet- uh, planicide? I won't have it. <laughs> I won't have it. I'm going to stop it. You know, because humans can control the earth. We can. We can control the climate, the weather, correct the earth itself, and whether or not it releases all kinds of gases. Correct. Yeah. However, so, mm-hmm.
2: the earth cannot control the earth.
1: The earth, right. Yes. It's gotta be done by humans. We can. Mm-hmm. It the can. earth
2: doesn't know any better. Can't. So
1: Right. That's why it was so volatile for all those years before we came along. See? That's why. See? We're the ones who calmed it down. Uh huh. Like okay, calm down Earth. Mm-hmm. And it did. Or
2: settle down, or relax, or simmer down, or whatever you tell me. One of those earth.
1: phrases you love to say to your wife, to get, we said to the earth. To get it to behave, right? <laughs> right. Know your place. Yes, exactly right. Know your place. 888-933-93. All right, since there's such insanity in the news, I thought this might be fun. Um, Alec Baldwin was just roasted. You know, on um, I guess it was on... What's that station that does the man thing? Uh, oh, Comedy Central. Is it Comedy Central? Is that right. Well, that's, that's yeah. I think that's was. where it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they had a roast of Alec Alec Baldwin. These are always brutal. <laughs> I don't know, mm-hmm. but this are they always this brutal? This rises to a new level of brutality <laughs> because for some reason Alec invited his daughter Ireland to roast him. She among others, obviously. And, I mean, you know the <laughs> issues. She, we, how many times have we played the, you are a rude little pig from when she was... Thoughtless little pig. Nine years old or 10 years old or 11 years old or however old you are. <laughs> <laughs> so great. So, uh, a little payback uh, was forthcoming here. As Ireland uh, Baldwin... Took the stand and started talking about her dad.
5: Hi, Dad. I'm Ireland. <laughs> it's good to be here. I almost didn't even know about it because I haven't checked my voicemails for my dad from the last like 12 years. <laughs> I actually have a lot in common with the people on this roast because, like them, I don't really know you that well either. <laughs> Well, a lot of people know my dad as that guy from the Mission Impossible movies or that guy from 30 Rock. Mm -hmm. I know him as that guy from, like, half of my birthday parties.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay,
1: so at this point, Alec is uh, pretending to laugh along.
2: (laughs) Okay, that's a...
1: Pretty good one. Yes, <laughs>
5: By the way, Mission mm. Impossible is what I call getting my dad to apologize.
2: <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm.
5: A lot of people only know my dad as an angry guy, but he's more than some lunatic who loses his temper. He also loses Emmys and Oscars <laughs> and, and custody of his firstborn child. Am I right?
1: Mm. Wow. Wow.
5: But listen, let me just set the record straight He was a great dad Mm. I still remember when he would tuck me in And yell me a bedtime story (laughs) My absolute favorite And his favorite The three little thoughtless pigs
4: (laughs)
1: Oh man She went there
5: Dad Your always be closing speech In Glengarry Glen Ross was great At least you taught someone their ABCs, right? (laughs) It hasn't been easy being the daughter of an iconic movie star. Mm -hmm. But I'm not here to talk about my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: man. Good (laughs) dog.
5: Or her Oscar. I'm here to talk to you, Dad. Finally, without a court-appointed social worker. It's so nice that we can do that. That's so sweet. Um, It's okay. I turned out fine. I've been modeling, which is a really fun gig. Honestly, it's just nice for a Baldwin to be on a runway without starting beef with American Airlines.
1: He flips her off at that point.
5: I was so surprised.
1: Right there. Wow.
5: I was so wow. surprised when I heard about that plane incident. I mean, why would you even start with the one place that's still playing your movies? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that couldn't have happened to a nicer guy, yeah, could right? it? It just—it really couldn't have happened to a better guy. Ouch! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow is correct. She just Unloaded. literally let him have it <laughs> with both barrels. Which looks a lot like her mom, Kim Basinger, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Triple thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: It's Pat Gray
3: unleashed on the blades.
1: And welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 8 93393. Oh. We've kind of avoided the subject today because it was such a terrible football weekend. <laughs> but the terrible football weekend included uh, more on in trivia being wrong for the second straight week.
2: Okay, now last week. That sucks. Last week, there's a great Yeah, the week area.
1: before, yeah, it was, because that wasn't uh it was a weird game.
2: Yeah, it was overtime, didn't involve you, it should have gone back to the...
1: Now, Friday, though. We completed the entire game, all four. This quarters. one we don't have an excuse. Yeah, no excuse.
2: No, I, I would put more on Trivia's record at two wins, one loss, and one tie. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But yeah, so the Cowboys were supposed to beat the Saints, and unfortunately, they didn't. The they, Saints won. Is it twelve
1: ten? I think it was twelve. To a 10. terrible game.
2: Good night.
1: Yeah, it was just Ugh. boring. Um, uh, and there was a lot of good football action yesterday. Uh, Los Angeles Rams scored forty points and lost by fifteen. <laughs> They they just got they got hammered.
2: That made no sense 55-40. at
1: all. 55-40. Uh, there have been some high scoring games in the NFL this year. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We still have uh, all the hysteria brewing on the impeachment stuff, national security problems. Uh, you name it. Maybe civil war. Hmm? Sadly. Sorry, what? You know, the president tweeted out.
2: Say, so you just kind of threw that out there. What, <laughs> what, what's this about a civil war coming? What?
1: Unfortunately, the president took it there and saying that if he's impeached, uh, that you know there could be a civil war breaking out. Well, in the United he was States. quoting somebody. He, was, he retweeted, right?
2: No, he was quoting uh, someone uh, that I think said this on Fox News. Pastor Robert Jeffress.
1: Oh, that's right. Yes, he was quoting Jeffress, who's a lunatic anyway but um so so he's quoting jeffress and uh, talking about civil war i it's just a president can't do that well he did do it but i don't think me personally if he was coming to me and saying hey uh what do you think i should talk about this pat I'd say no mr president i i don't think you should talk about civil war do
2: you have the uh, quote in front of you i mean because because the end of it is where Jefferson says uh, if the Democrats are successful in removing the president from office, and then of course Trump puts in in parentheses which they will which never they, be yeah, right, it will cause a civil war like fracture in this nation from which our country will never heal, and so he was quoting him, mm-hmm. and so now that's um, being reported. Of course, that Trump's talking about civil war if they take him out of office. Yeah,
1: and he's not exactly, mm-hmm. but kind of. And I think you should just steer clear of that, you know? Yeah. Uh, Safety first.
2: He's tweeted, that was last night. Do you want the tweet from about uh, 20 minutes ago? Sure. Okay. He says, uh, Representative Adam Schiff. Now, this is Trump's words. Mm -hmm. Representative Adam Schiff illegally made up a fake (laughs) and terrible statement, pretended it to be mine as the most important part of my call to the Ukrainian president, and read it aloud to Congress and Mm. the American people. It bore no relationship to what I said on the call. Arrest. For treason? (laughs) Arrest for treason? (laughs) Arrest him for treason? Yeah. Okay. So, uh... Uh, All right. So, here we go. It's just, uh... Welcome to another day in 2019.
1: Man, Twitter has just changed the landscape. I wonder if it'll be forever like this. Are presidents now just... Because they see the impact of Twitter, is this just what we're going to deal with now from now on? All presidents will be Twitter warriors. <laughs> I don't know, we'll see. I mean, that's his bully pulpit. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Mm. But I guess he figures it's more immediate. It's maybe even more effective than having a press conference all the time to, to use your bully pulpit.
2: Absolutely. It's immediate and um mm-hmm. it it gets distributed to everyone uh, at Quickly. the same time. You, you don't have to, you know, get in front of a camera, call the press in and whatever, you just
1: and doesn't he? He has like sixty-five million followers or something on Twitter. I mean, it's an outrageous number of followers. It's a ton.
2: Is that yep? Right at sixty-five million. Oh, yep.
1: that was a pretty good guess.
2: He just kind of guessed that one. Yeah, nice. It's a guesstimate.
1: Good job. Triple eight nine 93 Also over the weekend, uh, in preparation for China's seventieth anniversary of, you know, their new form of their communists of being the communist China that we all know and love so very much. Uh, Hong Kong had all kinds of protests, and they're getting a little more intense, and they're, you know, there's some fires burning, some clashes with police. It's really, it's, it's a little dangerous right now because China's not going to want to deal with this while they're showing the world how proud they are of their 70th anniversary of communism. Uh, In fact, it threatens to upstage the big celebrations. Activists in the financial hub vowed to ramp up their nearly four-month-long campaign ahead of Tuesday's National Day celebrations, which Hong Kong protesters have dubbed a day of grief. Sunday witnessed the most intense clashes in weeks. Police used tear gas, rubber bullets, water cannons at multiple locations for hours during running battles with the protesters who were hurling rocks and and uh, gas bombs. So it's it's really getting pretty dangerous. You know a few weeks ago when it was 9/11, do you know they canceled their protests in respect, out of respect for America wow. and the victims of 9/11? I had no idea. Really something. Man. Yeah, they they I mean that's how pro-American these protesters are. That's how much they love liberty, freedom, and the shining example for the world, we put it up there and said, hey, look at we, we did it this way. Maybe you might want to try it. And they are. They're trying desperately. And they just seem to be so pro-America. And it's, I don't know, it's just really endearing. And,
2: and that is in Really endearing. short supply, it not is. only around the world, but in our own country. Right. So thank you, Hong Kong.
1: We've got Democrats who don't care as much, who don't believe in America like these... Hong Kong protesters do. Ah, I wish there was more we could do to help them. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Meanwhile, protesters here in the United States set a really good example too. This is great I stuff. Is, a,
2: is it a Canada one or what do you got there?
1: Uh no, this is uh this is in the United States, I believe, at okay. a Dave Rubin. no, it is in Hamilton, Ontario. Uh they they kind of uh tried Antifa was there. To try to oh. shut down Dave Rubin, okay, the Blaze's own Dave Rubin. Sure. Uh, and here's how the Antifa protesters treated not Dave Rubin. Yeah, this is just outside the the college there. There's some completely unrelated old lady crossing the street. Uh huh. Take a look.
2: Look at this blocking the crosswalk. Let the old lady
1: go yelling through, at her,
2: cussing her out.
1: And they're yelling at the guy who's trying to help her. Was he with her? Yeah.
2: Or did I, he I, just I, show up? I, I don't know. He's just trying to help this lady. Let's go cross the go
1: back to the beginning. Let me see if he was there from the beginning uh, at her side. Because this is... No, I think, no, he just I think he's just... Yeah. He her there. I think he's just trying to help an old lady cross the street against these thugs. Thugs, thugs is a good word for him. Cowards that are all masked. This is our street. I mean... Wow. For real. That's that's real. Real. That's Screeching that's at him and her. Because obviously she's a threat to them. She's got to be in her 90s. Right. Using a walker, trying to get across a crosswalk.
2: Literally using a walker. <laughs>
1: just, I, these people are just evil. That's all. That's yeah, plain evil. 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Uh, let me tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. If you're looking for a realtor to sell your home or buy one, and if you're relocating, you probably have to do both. You've got to sell your home in a, your location now and then buy one in your new location. You want an agent who has a really good track record of performance. You want an agent who has a real marketing plan and who knows the market, knows where to price your home so that it will sell for the most money and fast, or where you can get a great bargain on a home. They're experts in evaluating the value of homes in their market. They, uh, these are agents also who are are vetted, and they're checked up on afterwards to make sure they're still doing a good job, because this isn't just a sponsor. It's it's actually Glenn's company. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com. New York City threatening up to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in fines. Oh no, this is about
2: to be serious
1: stuff. Yeah, it is. Right? It is serious. A
2: quarter of a million dollars? What what for well, what?
1: Because if like if you said illegal alien instead of undocumented immigrant, you you know? Right? That's
2: <laughs> if I
1: say illegal alien. Yeah, instead of Undocumented immigrant. Uh, I guess it would be acceptable to say undocumented citizen as well.
2: But they're not a citizen. No. Did I I just get fined for saying that? No, you did not. I'm getting close, though. I can feel it. Well,
1: for saying they're not? Right. Yeah. That's like a $50,000 fine. Uh, Yeah. Still. But if you call them illegal because no human being, Keith, is illegal. No human being is illegal. Well, except for Americans who commit crimes. They're illegal. And they can be separated from their families. Let's not forget But the illegal aliens, I'm sorry, the undocumented migrants, Uh they can't be separated from their families.
2: Let's get the fine counter going.
1: (laughs) Okay. New York City's Commission on Human Rights announced that residents could face up to 250,000 in fines if they use terms such as illegal alien with intent to demean, humiliate, or harass a person. Now, how do you know what Mm -hmm. their intent is? Oh, you know. You can read into their hearts and minds, right? Mm-hmm. You can you you know their heart. A tweet from the city of New York. Mm-hmm. Wow, the city of New York can tweet now. That's really cool. Hate has no place here. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, if uh, in, oh, you also cannot threaten to call immigration and customs enforcement. So you can't say I'm going to call ICE. Okay. Sorry, you can't do that.
2: I'm giving you a pass there only because you were reading the story. Yes, I am. You say that again? You're threatened to call ICE? Yeah. I'm I'm multiplying your fine. Right now, you're up to $250,000, sir.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Uh, Threatening to call ICE when motivated by... And again, how do you know what you're motivated by? How about if you're motivated by... Insane. ...enforcing U.S. law? (laughs) No. Threatening to call ICE when motivated by discrimination... Derogatory use of the term illegal alien and discrimination based on limited English profic- proficiency are unlawful discriminatory treatment under the New York City human rights law. Okay, this has got to be unconstitutional. This can't hold up. Hmm. Please, somebody uh, test this in court. Yeah. It clarified that calling ICE with a, quote, discriminatory motive, unquote, was a violation. It's not immediately clear what New York City would consider a call to ICE lacking in discriminatory motive. Fines of up to $250,000 can be assessed for each each act of willful discrimination. So if you were to say, hey, you illegal alien, I'm going to call ICE. That's $500,000 right there. That's half a million dollars. Because you get two fifty for each.
2: Careful, Mister Gray. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. But see again, I'm just relating the story. All right, the authorities are paying. I'm attention. not actually saying you that. don't
2: want four serious charges pressed upon your name, do you? <laughs>
1: no, I already have that. <laughs> These would be even more serious charges pressed upon my name. <laughs> <laughs> wow. This world, and I don't man. want that. Uh-uh. I really, I really don't. No. New Yorkers could also face fines if they use similar language toward a lawful resident or citizen. They perceive to be in the country illegally. Wow. 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 I like... Uh, did the uh, did the commission in New York, the Human Rights Commission, just hire Kreskin? Because they could read people's minds uh-huh. now? That is fantastic. The Commission on Human Rights has a history of censoring speech it deemed harmful. Composed of political appointees. The committee also... Previously enacted a ban on employees and landlords using gender pronouns. oh oh, no! Other than those preferred by employees and tenants. Violations of those regulations also carry a $250,000 fine if the offenders engaged in willful, wanton, or malicious conduct. (laughs) This isn't America. Wow. Shut it down. As Senator Ted Cruz pointed out, illegal alien is the term used under federal law. (laughs) For now. Former Attorney General Jeff Sessions specifically directed the Justice Department not to use terms other than illegal alien in the code. The word undocumented is not based in U.S. code and should not be used to describe someone's illegal presence in the country. (laughs) They're just saying the opposite of all of that. In New York City, nah, no problem. Just go ahead and be a, a rogue entity within the United States of America. Disregard the Constitution completely.
2: <laughs> New York's like, might as well. Yeah, already, we, we already, we're do. already doing it.
1: <laughs> already doing it. Win and roll. We've like. been on, we've been on that job for a long time. <laughs> wow, is there? There's no freedom of speech then? No, if, if you can't. And it's actually the technical term from law.
2: So you could literally be fined wow. for quoting U.S. code is is what it boils down to. Can you imagine that? <laughs>
1: wow. And don't you dare call ICE if you know of an illegal activity going on. <laughs> so, okay, you can't threaten it, but what if I just go do it? <laughs> <laughs> what if I know you're an illegal alien and yeah. I just go to my phone Mm-hmm. Like I go half block down and and I pull my cell phone out and I call. I say, "Hey, there's an ice. Yes, there's an. I just found an illegal alien here that you might want to come and check about." <laughs> Can I be fined for that? Because I didn't threaten yeah, him. I didn't I just, threaten just him. did it.
2: I didn't call him that. I just <laughs> did it. And that's what you get, New York. <coughs> mm-hmm. I just do it because if I threaten it, then I'm gonna get fined.
1: Crazy. <sighs> and how do you know if I threatened it or not? It's my word against theirs." Unless they've recorded the conversation, I guess. Okay. It's a, it's madness. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a crazy world. A federal judge in New York City ordered Democrat Rep. Alexandria ocasio Cortez to give testimony in a lawsuit alleging she violated the First Amendment by blocking critics on Twitter. Uh oh. U.S. District Judge Frederick Block asked the con- asked for the Congresswoman's testimony. Uh, During a hearing, after accepting the evidence and hearing witness testimony, the judge said the hearing would continue when he could hear from Ocasio-Cortez. The plaintiff is a former Brooklyn assemblyman, Dov Heikand, a Jewish community leader who criticized uh, Cortez for comparing migrant detention facilities at the border with concentration camps. Good. Yeah. AOC's actions violate the First Amendment rights of Mr. Hyken. Others like him and those who follow AOC account and are now deprived of the right to read speech of the dissenters who have been blocked. Well, then. Because didn't they do this to to Trump as well? Correct. On his Twitter account.
2: Correct. This judge, by the way, that made this ruling and wants her to explain why she's doing that, appointed by Bill Clinton. Wow. Huh. Hmm.
1: As in the Trump case, Ocasio-Cortez counters that her AOC handle is a personal account, while Mm. a separate account is the official platform open to everybody. Well,
2: that's the same thing with Trump.
1: Yes, it is. (laughs) He he had it
2: before he was president.
1: Right. And he didn't win that, right? I think he's, yeah. So I'm sure it'll be enforced on Trump and not so much with AOC, because that just seems to be the way it is now. By the way, uh, this is a fun story too, just to show you what a weird, crazy, screwed up world we live in right now. A five year old with autism has been labeled a sexual predator for kissing a classmate on the cheek and hugging another. A five year old hugged a classmate, and the school insisted that that's sexual harassment. Can we stop? Uh that is just ridiculous. Family of a f- of 5-year-old Nathan Putnam says their son's been punished, labeled a sexual predator, accused of sexual harassment for hugging a classmate and kissing another one on the cheek. Nathan has autism and he's unaware that what he is doing is unacceptable. Yeah, I'm a- unaware of that too when it comes to 5-year-olds. Come on. <sighs> Can we not use common sense at all?
2: Remind the good people of this kid's egregious uh,
1: crimes again? Well, he, he hugged a classmate.
2: Okay, so he hugged, okay.
1: But then and he also else? kissed another on the cheek. Didn't, you know, didn't tongue kiss the person. <laughs> kissed on the, on the cheek. And
2: now a sexual predator. Uh-huh. Child's been labeled for life.
1: What do you do when a five-year-old child is being labeled a sexual predator and accused of sexual harassment by the school system? Uh, It will go on his record for the rest of his life... That he's a sex offender, according to Nathan's grandmother. This child is autistic. He comprehends and functions very differently than your typical five-year-old. What do you do? Who do you turn to for help when the school will not even listen to the child's doctor... When he explains the child's difficulties in comprehension? Well, even if the kid didn't have autism... We're talking about a five-year-old here. There's no sexual intent in any of this, and everybody knows it. But we've got to pretend like this, too, is an absolute outrage to our civilization. But the grandmother pointed out, if you don't understand how autism works, you'll think he's acting out or being difficult, but that's not the situation. Uh, Nathan has switched classrooms and teachers and is now enrolled in special ed services. He's not the first child either to be punished for this condition, uh, but he might be the youngest. In 2015, there was a story of Brian Ferguson, then a 20-year-old student at Navarro College in, here in Texas. Like Nathan, uh, he, Brian has autism, and w- he would hug his friends and kiss them on the top of their heads. At 6'5", he towered <laughs> over them. Right. One day, Ferguson saw a woman who looked like his friend, so he went up to her and hugged her and kissed her on top of the head. The woman, however, was not Ferguson's friend. Oh, no. Ferguson was expelled for sexual assault because of the kiss on the woman's head. Seriously? After a national backlash ensued, he was readmitted to the school and even met with the woman he allegedly assaulted. She wasn't the one who reported him. Oh, of course. Never wanted him to be punished. Uh. <laughs> but the school heard about it oh. and they stepped in anyway. I thank you for that. Thank you for doing that despite the fact that there was no harm, no foul. Man. In 28 just so just last year Marcus Knight was investigated for sexual misconduct for giving a woman
2: Wait, what? Oh no, this a, is going to be terrible, isn't it?
1: A fist bump. Yeah, they bumped fists. Uh, oh, and what took a selfie with another woman. I'm sorry? He has autism and cerebral palsy and routinely tried to make <clears throat> friends with the two gestures. Oh, no. While taking his selfie with a woman, he accidentally hit the burst feature on his phone's camera, which instantly took about 200 to 300 photos. The college fix reported another woman reported night for a fist bump she later changed her story to claim Knight had hugged her, sat very close to her, grabbed her with one hand, and with the other tried to get her hands, his hands on her upper thighs. Ugh, come on. This is just really despicable stuff. Knight's mother, Aurora, said the new version of events seemed physically impossible given the photos Marcus had with the woman. Still, Marcus was investigated and denied the ability to participate in his own defense. His mom set up a GoFundMe page to raise money for Marcus's defense. His suspension has since been lifted, but the school refuses to remove the investigation from his record. (laughs) Okay. Again, you know, these zero tolerance policies at the school also mean we practice zero common sense. Because while nobody wants sexual harassment or assault going on, we all know that a fist bump mm-hmm. isn't even close to any of that. We all know taking a selfie with a woman isn't close to that. <laughs> if, if you throw them down and tear their clothes off, okay, then you've got, you got a problem. Sure. That's not what happened.
2: And and, and who hasn't wow. accidentally hit the <clears throat> burst feature on your phone, by the way, oh. and taken two to 300 pictures when you mean to press 1? I mean, it's so easy to do. Then again, I'm just incapable of operating my phone <laughs> so maybe I'm a bad example but my point is, that is such <clears throat> a common thing,
1: Yeah, so ridiculous.
2: but you get no leeway in 2019
1: right, that's right because we've got zero tolerance for any of this Keith, <sighs> and we don't even take into account anybody's handicaps apparently now unbelievable stuff alright, have a good day we'll, we'll uh, be back here tomorrow on Pac Ray Unleashed